Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. We eat stuff and talk about things. My name is Christine Guthrie. In this podcast, we're seeking out folks in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating who we want to know more about. Our interview this week is with Alicia Blackwell-Calvert, who is a sommelier at Reed's American Table. You can find Alicia online on all the social medias under the name Exquisite Vines. Um, so Alicia is a great storyteller, and we had a lot of fun hearing about her background and her education. Uh, we talk about science and about her love of all things equestrian and related to horses. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please enjoy our conversation with Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Hi. What's up? Hey. Nothing. Are we recording? We're recording. Oh, we're hey. doing this. Let's oh, we're go. doing it. All right, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, thank you for inviting us to Reed's. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. My pleasure. Lovely sunny day. Yeah, it's not raining, so yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> um, what is this lovely pink drink that you have poured for us here? Yeah, so bubbles are my personal style, mm -hmm. um, but I like the unusual. So this is a winery called Hush Heath. They are found in Kent in England, um, just right off the cliffs of Dover. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a rosé bubble. It's mostly Pinot Noir, uh, Chardonnay, and Pinot Meunier. Mm -hmm. So they're making a champagne-style wine in England. Mm -hmm. Neat. And it's good. Awesome. Cool. cool. Just a little pink. Try it. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, it's mm. good. Have you had English bubbles before? No, I haven't. I, I didn't know it was a thing, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing everywhere. Not every market has English bubbles, but we are fortunate enough to have some in Missouri. Sweet. Yeah, this is good. Nice for a hot day. Yes. Mm. Kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> good. Um, so, Alicia, uh, who are you? Oh, who, who am I? I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure out who I am. Yeah. Um, I struggle on the inside mm -hmm. sometimes, like what do I want to do with myself? Mm -hmm. So I've been on the sommelier path uh, only just for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, but apparently I'm making an impact yeah. on what's going on in St. Louis and the wine scene and it's very rewarding. Yeah. Um, I just got my certified sommelier a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And the last five years, I've been on the distribution side, mm -hmm. so selling wine to places like Reed's, uh, retail stores, and such. But I just recently got back into restaurants. Mm -hmm. Being a sommelier at a restaurant is an amazing experience. It's mm -hmm. rewarding. I like it. Yeah. Cool. What made you want to become a som? The challenge. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually a geography and science geek, Ooh, and, and what type of science? <laughs> biology. Mm -hmm. Biology, chemistry, psychology are my favorites. Mm. 
but I always loved geography, like even in fourth, fifth grade. Mm -hmm. Like I'd memorize all of the states and countries and all the state capitals and capitals of the world. Like I just did that for fun. Yeah. <laughs> kind of geeky. Uh, but wine came into my life when I worked in restaurants back in the day. And I always thought it was interesting that grapes from one region of the world taste completely different from that same grape from a different region. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why is that? It's geography, it's chemistry, it's where the wine is grown, what the producer does to it, um, what kind of soil mm -hmm. the vines are on. Mm -hmm. Like clay soil tastes different from sandy soil. All of these, all of these things come into play and that's what we have in the bottle. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's place yeah. where things come from. Yeah. Cool. Um, have you always been into wine? No. No? <laughs> no. I always drank vodka and beer when I was of age. Yeah. Wine came a little bit later, uh -huh. but I'm thankful for it. Yeah. Cool. And so you're, you're at Reeds right now. I am. What is your position here? I am certified sommelier, mm -hmm. Alicia Blackwell. Excellent. <laughs> yes, that is my full title. Mm -hmm. And then um, you just said you passed your level one? Or what was I, I passed my level one like three years ago, okay. passed my certified almost certified. two years ago, gotcha. and I am sitting for the advanced course certified some um, in June. Yeah. So hopefully I'll be taking the advanced exam next year. Yeah, cool. Is that here in St. Louis? Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Okay. How do you prepare for something like that? Uh, lots of drinking. I taste twice a week uh -huh. um, at an advanced level. So the tasting group and I, we do blind sets of six. So you get six wines in front of you, three are white, three are wet, red, and it's my job to figure out how old the wine is, what grape it is, where it's from, mm -hmm. and a deductive method. Yeah, interesting. Okay, very cool. It's, it's kind of hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It sounds like it. <laughs> it's, it's not easy, but you, but you learn. Yeah. You make the right mistakes for the wrong reason. Sure. Or the wrong yeah. mistakes for the right reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is Pinot Noir. I missed that because of this, this, mm -hmm. and this. Okay. So. And is this something that uh, you have to really be perfect at, or something where even the master's assumptions are wrong and kind of are off about something? Yeah, you don't have to be perfect. Um, you can never be perfect, um, at least with tasting, because tasting is subjective. Mm -hmm. You know, I might taste um, wild strawberry, green onion, and pencil in this wine. Mm -hmm. You might get brick, raspberry, and straw. Yeah. Sure. So we all taste differently. So right. it's hard to it's hard to gauge that. But with classical wines of the world. There are markers, markers that should stand out. Mm -hmm. So that's what they're tasting, uh, cool. testing you on. Yeah, gotcha. Are there any particular regions that you're really fond of yes. for your drinking? Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. Um, so I've been digging English bubbles for a month or so now. Mm -hmm. uh, but prior to that, you can always find Italian wines in my cellar mm -hmm. and Greek wines in my cellar. Mm. Okay. How the, how the, uh, what are the characters different about uh, were the characteristics that are different about the different regions? So with Italian wine, you have northern Italian wines and southern Italian wines, and they're quite different. Northern Italian wines are wines I like to pair with food. 
like there's a grape called Nebbiolo found in Piedmont. Uh, Nebbiolo pairs with pretty much anything you want it to, uh, whether it be steak or pork or, geez, any number of things, depending on how it's prepared. Whereas Southern Italian wines, those are my cocktail wines. They're very much like Spanish wines or wines from California. They're fuller bodied, lots of character, mm -hmm. uh, lots of flavor. They're easy to cocktail with. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Do you have any formal training in the industry besides your sommelier classes and training? Sommelier classes? There's no Is there, sommelier I, classes. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, there's no sommelier classes. No. So, um, so to get to where I am today, I got the help of people who knew more than me. Okay. People who have been here before. Uh, people like Andre Ivanov. And he sat me down, we did service practice, uh, practices, tasting and blind wine, um, giving me uh, practice tests yeah. um, at you know, a certified level, mm -hmm. just so I can kind of get a gauge of how the examination's gonna go, because yeah. you don't know what you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, there's no classes. No? It's okay. practice makes perfect. Gotcha. Learning on the job. Did I, did I mention drinking a lot? We drink a lot. Yeah. Doing all that. <laughs> Buying lots of wine. Yeah, buy a lot of wine. People don't realize how much of our own money goes into getting to this level. Hmm. And if I, and when I become a master sommelier, hopefully, you're spending thousands upon thousands of dollars of your own money just mm -hmm. tasting every week wow. trying to get to that level. Hmm. Wow. I'm wondering if like the, what percentage of the sales of wine worldwide are two actual sommeliers, other wine experts. Great question. <laughs> That's a great, a lot, mm. a lot. Especially when it gets to the esoteric and the geeky stuff. Mm. It's a lot of sommeliers digesting those bottles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are some things about wine most people may not know about wine? Hmm. Well, there is a wine for every person. If you think that wine is too sweet, there's some nice dry wines out there for you. If you think wine is too dry, there's nice sweet wines out there for you. Uh, pretty much with any meal, I can find a bottle of wine that is appropriate. Mm -hmm. So I, I like that. People say, oh, I don't drink wine. I just think you're drinking the wrong stuff. That's my personal, my personal thing. Um, also, refrigerate your red wines. Mm, okay. Don't leave them out. Um, don't keep them over your stove, on your refrigerator. Mm -hmm. gotcha. Keep them in a cool place. Gotcha. Yeah, we're generally cocktail people. Oh, yeah. And like, like, like bourbons and like all the brown liquors and all that stuff. What are yeah. some wines that might be good to peel some of that kind of palate? For the person who likes bourbon, hmm. Try orange wine. Orange wine? Yeah, that's a great way to go. Hmm. So what an orange wine is, is that it's a white wine mm -hmm. um, made like a red wine. Mm. So let's take a grape like Pinot Grigio. It's got a white skin. Mm -hmm. So if you leave Pinot Grigio juice with the skin as you're fermenting, that juice, that white juice, picks up that amber color that the Pinot Gris grape has, yeah. Pinot Grigio. So what you get is an amber or orange colored wine. Mm -hmm. wow. 
So it's called extended skin contact, but it makes the wine orange. Mm. So um, that's a great way to, um, to try a wine that you're not familiar with. Um, but it has a lot of tannin, mm-hmm. a lot of grip, because mm. it spent so much time with its skin. Mm. Um, I think that texture is something a bourbon drinker would be into. Interesting. Cool. Do you have any of that here at Reeds? I do. Do you? Yes, okay. I do. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, near right. It sounds curious. Okay. All I right. Mean, yeah. Wine's kind of a wine spot. We know a lot about a lot of, a lot of food, a lot of uh, bourbons and liqueurs and cocktails and different types of cooking, but it's wine that we actually, especially me, I don't know that much about. I actually am allergic to red wines. Oh, really? Um, well, most of them. Not all of them, but most of them. Um, and I used to drink them anyway. And get really, really inebriated, um, <laughs> have digestive trouble the next day, and se- severe headaches. But uh, hmm. um, I love the flavors of a lot of red wines, mm-hmm. uh, but I just can't handle them. You know, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So, are you allergic to red grape juice as well? I don't like the flavor of grape juice. <laughs> so, man, I'm just curious. It's a good question. Um, Maze White, well, like, I saw it was very burning. So, maybe I, I am allergic to it too. Hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I eat, I eat red grapes before red, no problem. Yeah, mm. good grapes, you know, regular grapes, so I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting about the grape juice, though. Never yeah. thought of that. Hmm. Well, wine is just fermented grape juice. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I wonder what it is about the process that you're allergic mm-hmm. to. Anyway, mm. that's for another uh, conversation. Yeah. We'll have our science talk next time. <laughs> good deal. Um, Alicia, what did you want to be when you were a kid? I wanted to be a veterinarian. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any yeah. favorite animals or horses? Or, oh, nice. Okay. Are, are you a horse girl? Or are you, are I you? am an equestrian. Cool. Yes. Uh, equestrian science was my minor. Wow. In college. But I didn't mean to say horse girl. I meant horse woman. Yeah. <laughs> or, or horse person. Horse person. Horse person. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no offense taken. No, I've heard some women friends as horse girls. Like they're all about horses. And, a lot of people, a lot of women that are into horses. I think there's like this girl-like uh, character in us anyway. Like, oh, ponies. And <laughs> that never leaves us. Yeah. So, no. Um, you'll likely never find me at Reed's on a Saturday hmm. because I'm working with horses Very Saturday cool. night. Cool. Wow. What do you do exactly? I drive horse carriages downtown. Really? Oh, I'm cool. a horse and carriage driver. Wow. wow. I had a friend who did that, uh, Megan Kenny, I'm thinking you were not. She uh, takes care of a lot of horses. In St. Louis? Uh, she, she used to do. She doesn't do any more. But she grew up on a farm and had lots of horses. How many is, do you drive? Two or four horses for one of those carriages? One. One? Just yeah. one? And how many people do they normally ride? Two, um, three? I, you can take up to six, eight. No more than eight, usually, because there's no more seats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. How long have you been doing that for? Thirteen years. Wow. <laughs> wow. Very cool. Yeah. Yes. So did you did you ride horses since you were very little? Um, actually, no. I didn't start riding until I was in college. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But I always had a love of horses, yeah. and and I'm like, oh, I want to be a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. I want to work with horses. <laughs> I went to a school that had um, a horse program. Hmm. Cool. So um. I did riding competitions, I rode saddle seat, I jumped, yeah. Neat. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Interesting. (laughs) So that was your minor, horse horse veterinarian. What was your major? (laughs) Biology. Biology. Very cool. Where did you go to? William Woods University. Yeah. So that's, you know where it's at? In like near Columbia? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fulton. Yes. Fulton, Uh Missouri. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. right in the middle of the state, half mm-hmm. hour to Columbia. Mm-hmm. Good school. Cool. Mm-hmm. Lots of girls went there. Yeah. 80% female. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Westminster College was like a five-minute drive away from our school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Westminster College is where uh, Churchill did the Iron Curtain speech Mm -hmm. so that's what it's famous for Mm. but yeah just several blocks away in college that was about 80 percent boys yeah so he's my boys or girls oh this columbia is the one's 80 percent boys you're saying or no westminster westminster Westminster. yes Mm -hmm. so the town was (laughs) even i see i see the schools were not I usually ask people uh, if they have an interest or a hobby that no one would ever suspect about them. And all right, horse riding, carriage riding, yeah, that's right. Anything yeah. else about you that no one would ever suspect? Ooh. Possibly. Yeah. Or like any interests you have or like stuff you like reading about? Um, wow. As a tomboy growing up, but I'm becoming more of a girly girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really into makeup right now. Cool. Like, that's like a like hobby of mine. Yeah. It's not a it. big deal, but if you knew me growing up, yeah. people who knew me think that's a big deal. Oh, cool. Like, you like makeup? Like, yeah, <laughs> I do now. Things change. That's true. I, I like your hair color, by the way. Thank you. Um, I've been rocking bright pinkish purple hair for yeah. several months now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually called Molbeck. If oh, you look at a glass of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you look at a glass of Molbeck wine, Molbeck mm-hmm. um, typically has this bright magenta rim, yeah. mm-hmm. and that is this exact color. Mm-hmm. Nice. And Molbeck's actually my favorite type of wine. Oh, really? I'm very allergic to it. I like those too. Like <laughs> I have a couple of good Molbecks in my mm-hmm. cellar. Nice. If I haven't consumed them already, mm-hmm. it's a possibility. So I just had my bachelorette party a couple of nights ago. Woo! All right. But uh, at the end of the party, a couple of the girls came over to my house and were pulling out wines out of the cellar, and I wish, wish we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, I'm cleaning up, and I'm like, no, we opened that. No, not that bottle. I don't even remember drinking it. Oh, no. And I can't get any more. <laughs> we had a good time, though. Well, that's, that's good. Yeah. That makes up for it. Yeah. That's cool. What did you guys do for your bachelorette? For my bachelorette, yeah. we had dinner at Basso. That was quite lovely. Yeah. Uh, then we went to Sasha's on Demon. Nice. Cool. Had a couple of flights. Mm-hmm. Then we closed down to Lania's. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It was a great time. Awesome. Good deal. So you're, you're getting married, you told yes. me, very soon. Yes. Yes. May twentieth. Excellent. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Very excited. Yeah. It's quite stressful, but yeah. it's fun. Yeah. It's good. It, it's a good day. Cool. It better be. Yeah. It will be. It'll be. It great. better be a good day. Are you getting married here in St. Louis? In Eureka. In Eureka. So okay. our wedding venue is currently underwater. So we're waiting for the water oh, to recede. Oh, yeah. Remember when it rained a whole lot yeah. and the whole area flooded? Yep. And yeah. Indeed, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna keep sipping my wine and wait for the water to go down. Yeah, Jeez. it'll happen. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll get married eventually. Uh, right. Sooner or later. Right. 
cool. It's all about the love. Yes. All about the love. It is. Well, good luck with all that. Thank you. I'm sure it'll be a lovely day. I'm sure it will. Yes. So, um, so we're going to go to Portugal for a honeymoon. Cool. Nice. Yeah, really excited about that. Uh, We want to travel to Algarve, and we're going to stay on an all-inclusive resort, Mm. at least for a few days, Mm. on the beach. And we'll spend a day in Madeira. Mm. The island of Madeira is where the fortified wine, Madeira, is made. Mm. So the geek in me wants to go see that. And also, we're going to go to the Douro Valley Mm. up north. Mm -hmm. Um, That's where port is made. So, yeah. It's Mm. fun, and it appeals to my wine geek nature. Very exciting. Mm. Cool. How long are you going to be there for? Ten days. Sweet. Have you guys ever been before? No. No. Mm. No. We wanted to go to a place that we both haven't been. Mm -hmm. So, he wanted to go to Hawaii. I wanted to go to Portugal. And I won. I won that fight. Yeah. I mean, is Hawaii known for making wine anyway? Probably not. Pineapple wine. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Hmm. What about the Basque region? Basque region of Spain? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great place for wine. Hmm. So that region is known for uh, Chocoli, Chocolina. Hmm. Um, So wine's made from a couple of different clones of Honda Ruby. Those wines are fantastic. Hmm. They're mineral driven. They taste like seashells. Sometimes they can be a slightly fizzy. Hmm. Um, they're great wines. Cool. Those are fun. Nice. And the Shiraz, that's from Iran, right? Is that um, there, it's a rumor that it's from uh, the Persia area, and other texts say it's from the Rhone Valley. Oh, okay. So. Hmm. Not sure. I don't have an answer for you gotcha, on that yeah. one. But Shiraz, Syrah, same grape, delicious grape, nice and spicy and inky. Hmm. Um, I also like Shiraz from Australia. Hmm. Those are fun. Nice. Cool. I just like checking off stuff. We got a list of stuff to try. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I have a long I like list. It. I like all your explanations. It's very nice. Um, yeah. I. You know, I know that wine isn't for everyone, mm-hmm. and you can't expect everyone to know everything about wine. Yeah. Even a master psalm doesn't know everything about wine. So my approach to wine is, okay, if you're not familiar with it, let's find something you are. Mm-hmm. So let's take, oh, let's take any <laughs> grape. Uh, let's take Nebbiolo, because I love Nebbiolo so much. If you've never had Nebbiolo, and... You don't know what it's like. Well, hey, it's kind of like Pinot Noir. Most people know Pinot Noir. Um, it's kind of like that. You know, it's like cranberry fruit, uh, strawberry, red petals. Um, it's like roses, but it's still kind of um, it's tart. It's for someone who likes Pinot Noir from Burgundy. It's they're very similar. So if you can find something that they are familiar with, it's usually a little easier to explain. Like, if you drink this, try these several grapes. They're in the same wheelhouse. I'm not not a big believer of drinking the same things all the time. You can if you want to. It's all about what you like, (laughs) of course. But I like to experiment and try things I've never tried before. For sure. Uh, That's my my style. So I always appreciate when people are... Um, ready to experiment and try new things, get out of their comfort zone. 
Um, don't get hooked on a producer, but if you have a style you like, there are a million things you can drink in that style. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was going to go. I was going to ask. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. All right. Uh, I want to talk <laughs> food and drink. I'll drink as much as you want. <laughs> I want to talk food and drink in St. Louis. Let's talk. Can you? I'm a bad hostess. Hey, please oh, no. have more wine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Whatever. It's all right. Never um, off duty. Tell us about a particular um, meal or dish or drink or beer somewhere you've had in town or whatever that you think people should know about. Mm. Not, not at Reed's. Or it could be at Reed's. It could be at Reed's. Yeah. Hmm. Where do you think people should eat? Reed's. Yeah. <laughs> what should they order here? It is good. Yeah. Okay. So when you're at Reed's, definitely try the beef cheek. Mm. The beef cheek is one of those dishes that have been on the menu since day one. Mm -hmm. um, so the meat's coming from the actual jowl of the cow. Yes. Um, but it, the way it's prepared, it's like, I think of like home-style pulled meat. Mm -hmm. But we top it with a foie gras cream, so it's rich mm. and decadent mm. on house focaccia mm -hmm. and um, dehydrated tomatoes. Mm. So delicious. Mm. Um, so that's the thing to eat. And as far as wine, I've got a delicious bottle of Cortese that I like to drink with it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a producer called Castellari Bergaglio, and they make... Um, a wine from the Gavi region of Piedmont, Italy, uh, from a grape called Cortese. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I like those two together is because it's such a rich dish. Mm -hmm. um, you can have a rich wine with it, but it could be a lot in your mouth. Yeah. So I like to go lighter if I'm doing a heavier dish mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. But this wine cuts right through that fat, washes mm -hmm. away that, that decadence, and gets ready for the next bite. They're a great pair together. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've had that dish here before. No, we haven't. Ooh. We had, we had uh, like, it was a beef tonkaku, so it was pretty good. Ooh. Yeah, they were pretty nice. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I'm trying to think. Generally, I have cheeks that's like fish cheek. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I generally don't have beef cheeks too much. So I did have, uh, I think that actually at uh, Libertine, they have beef cheeks on bone marrow. Yeah. Mm. That was pretty good. So Libertine is one of my favorite places to eat in town. Yeah. Mm. I love mm. Libertine. Yep. Mm. So I'm a big turtle soup fan. Oh, really? Mm. And I'm not sure if it's still on the menu. I think it is, mm -hmm. but they're serving turtle soup right now, yeah. and it's this huge bowl of turtle soup. You can't find it right. in St. Louis, so I'm happy to have it. Yeah. Um, and they, <laughs> they serve two fried frog legs yeah. right on top. Yeah, yeah. we've had that. Oh, yeah. it's such a great bite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I right. just do a cocktail with that. Mm. Yeah, I like, like their uh, brie and lobster thing they have. That's yes. Cute. Lobster and brie and clouds. Yes. Oh, that's a really nice it. bite too. Yeah, mm. I have not had a bad meal at Libertine. Yeah. Usually it's a bit much sometimes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they're uh, kind of waddling a little bit, but that's where the sharp cocktails are for in my opinion. Right. Right. Um, I love the Libertine right now, and I love olive and oak. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the burger at olive and oak is one of my favorite things mm. ever. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. I like that place. I haven't been in a long time. It, it just—it's so crowded. Yeah. It is. It's kind of the place to be. Yeah. Good for them, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It helps that I, I know people there, so yeah. sometimes I can kind yeah. of walk in. If and I get there really early, <laughs> then I'm fine, but yeah, their dinner service, they are packed. They're always yeah. busy. For them. They're doing, mm -hmm. doing good things. Mm -hmm. 
Annie Guns will always be a classic to me. Yeah. I've, been, I've never gone to Annie Guns. What? Yeah, never yeah. Oh, you should. Yeah. What? I said I know. Oh. Same. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't been out there. Yeah. Food is tremendous. The sommelier there is one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah. Glenn Burchett. Cool guy. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Um, let's see. I think I just have like two questions left for you. That's why we went to ruminate on other things. Oh, is there anything I can talk all day. Wine's kicking in now. What else you got? I know. Getting cozy. No, let's not talk about that. All right, let's open a couple more bottles, then we can talk about politics. I have a lot to say about that. Most people do these days. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, politics. But where's some like casual places you like to go? Casual? Oh, man. Oh, man. I've been spoiled with some really cool places lately. I kind of forgot where I ate before I really got into food and wine. Like, where did I eat before? No, seriously. Where where did I eat before? Um, Wow. Casual. Oh, jeez. You know, I'll still go to P.F. Chang's. Yeah. It's actually not bad. Their lettuce wraps are awesome. And they do, like, the little dim sum um but if you want to go to dim sum um there are some other really good places oh is it, uh, is it, uh, lulu's lulu's, yeah. lulu's dim sum is outstanding yeah. that's the place to go for that also a place called like the mandarin house i think has a good dim sum i think it's called mandarin house i'm not sure <clears throat> on olive is it maybe it's this is going way back or is that back. page that's page it's like 10 years ago i went there maybe like 12 years ago long time ago but it's really, really good. And it's just a big area for dining. And like, all these little carts go by with different things on. You just grab it and take it. And yeah, it's really good. But, Somewhere uh, in that Overland area. Yeah, yeah. either Paige or Olive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is Paige, yeah. but I haven't been there. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. Um, that's another. Where did I used to eat? Where else do I like to go? <laughs> you only I don't get. Now? I mean, I'm, okay, I won't say I dine fancy, but. <laughs> You're doing research? Uh, doing research, <laughs> and uh, I drink a lot of wine, and there are particular places I like to go so I can enjoy wine. Sure. Um, and not just for pleasure, but for study. Mm. Like, the study never turns off. I'm always in study oh. mode. Where can I have a good glass of wine? Where can I see some friends in the industry mm. I haven't seen for a while? Um, what's a cool place that everyone's talking about that I haven't been? Sure. Um, where's a place that I can get good service? Mm-hmm. So those are the things I look at when I'm going out. Do they tend to be nicer places? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't just seek that out. Coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any um, special food or drink memories from growing up? Food? You know. Or cooking memories or something? Yeah, okay, so I don't like cooking. Cooking gives me anxiety. I'll do it, Mm -hmm. but, and I'm okay at it. I just don't like to do it. Mm -hmm. Luckily, my fiance now loves to cook, so that takes care of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But growing up, uh, my mom and my dad took turns cooking the meals, and that's a fond memory I have of my childhood. Mm -hmm. Lots of... Lots of Southern classics. Like they'd make black eyed peas, collard greens, fried chicken, like all the soul food classics is what I grew up on. 
Are they from the South? No, but their parents are. Okay. okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, my parents grew up in Kirkwood. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, my parents cooked all the time. We rarely went out mm-hmm. as kids growing up. We ate most of our meals at home, whether um, my dad barbecued something. He was a great barbecue master. Um, he made really good pork steaks. Apparently, you can only find that in St. Louis. Yeah. Who knew? Uh-huh. Lots of pork steaks. Lots of ribs. That's how we ate. Cool. It was fun. We ate good. We ate very well as kids. I still don't like to cook, though. Yeah. I cook twice a year. That's all right. You, you take care of the beverages. Yeah, yeah. I am the psalm at the house. Yeah. Jack cooks. It's a great partnership. Mm-hmm. Does he have any specialty things that he likes to make? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, his beef stroganoff is outstanding. Um, every now and then he'll make shrimp po' boy, mm. and he'll batter his own shrimp. He makes cool. his own ramelade. Mm. It's, cool. it's got a great presentation. Yeah. And his soups are really good. Yeah. White chicken chili. Mm. His chili is good. We should open a place up together. Yeah, you think so, but. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, yeah, I, I, I'll work for other people right yeah, now. I'm not going to own anything well, at this. It, it's also a really risky business model, and the margins are so tight. And it I is risky. It's like, oh, I should open a restaurant. I say, no. Oh, it's so easy. You just like, like, open don't. Up and there you go. It's, just, <laughs> it's all successful. Yeah, it that. doesn't work like that. <laughs> the success rate is. Uh, not in your favor yeah so he owns his own business i'm like just do what you're doing you're doing fine what does he do he's a roofing contractor okay. with all the rain right now he's very busy good. how do you like the rosé it's nice actually i like it a yeah. lot mm-hmm. it's got this candied strawberry thing going on yeah that it's, i love it's a little bit stony yeah it's like a strawberry fruit roll-up almost <laughs> but it's it's dry wine it has all these bright flavors and lots of acid I like that description. Well, in, in a weird way it reminds me of uh i mean hate you for saying this of a uh, cherry seven up yeah i can see that yeah i don't know if you ever had it i guess you had it before oh so. yeah oh yeah i used to make my own as a kid really oh well, kitty cocktail you know <laughs> yeah true story uh when you think of the word successful who comes to mind for you successful yes and you can say yourself, it's all right. No. No, I'm really hard on myself. Oh. Mm. I'll, I'll probably never say that I'm a successful person mm. because there's so much I still want to do. Um so much I want to accomplish unless I get there. Um I'll probably never describe myself as successful even though that may be the case. Just the way I am. However, um, my good buddy Andre Ivanov, I would I would put him in that successful category. You know, someone who is younger than me, that is sitting for his master sommelier exam in September. You know, he's doing all of the things that I would like to see myself doing one day. Um, I would classify him as a successful person. Do you have like tasting parties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I taste. Pretty much, I taste three times a week, hmm. and then sometimes more. I meet with one tasting group on Monday nights when I'm not working, another tasting group Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m., 
Then Tuesday is my administration day here at Reed's. So from like 11 to 3 o'clock, all of my reps come in and they're bringing new product. I'm constantly tasting new things. It's a long day, so I'm not obviously drinking at all. But um, there's no way. It's a long day. Yeah. But I like it. I mean, well, that's good then. Yeah. It's what I'm here for. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. This place is doing well. I mean, thank yeah, you. It is. We always enjoy every time we come here. Thank you. I enjoy being here. So I've been here for three months now. Mm. Three months, four months, something like that. Uh, February. And I really, I really like it coming from the wholesale distribution side into being a SOM has been quite an adjustment. Mm -hmm. Now, the biggest adjustment are the hours. As a wine rep, it's nine to Mm five-ish. And as a sommelier, I get here at three on on business days and here till 11. Mm -hmm. So I'm not home till 12. Yeah. Late nights. Late late nights. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a big deal in my youth, but uh, but yeah, it's been quite an adjustment. And these stairs, so the staircase at Reed's, going up and down every day is keeping my calves quite tight. <laughs> my calves look awesome right now. Cool. But uh, do you do you wear high heels when you're working? No, no, not on the floor. So the floor here is wooden. And even though the floor isn't slick, high heels are a terrible thing to work in. Yeah. Yeah, I do um, non-slip black shoes. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Yeah. Well, as long as they let you be practical here. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, women must wear high heels. Yeah. Oh, no, it's totally practical. You'll see in some markets, um, female sommeliers might wear heels. Yeah. But I'll wear heels in, like, marketing photos because mm. it looks nice. Yeah. Kind of cool, but yeah. for work, nope, non-slip shoes, mm-hmm. blazer. That's what I'd go for. Yeah. I know when you have to be on your feet for hours. Yeah. 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 The idea is to look smart. <laughs> for sure. And who looks at your yeah. shoes? Nobody people. looks at your shoes. No, that's it. Right. Um, what was I gonna ask? Oh, so besides eateries and restaurants and stuff, mm-hmm. are there any places in St. Louis you enjoy spending your time at? <laughs> oh, a couple of places. Yeah. Um, a shopaholic. So I love Sephora. Um, I love shopping for uh, work blazers. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite an awesome collection of uh, work gear nice. that I like to show off. Um, so I like shopping for that. Um, besides spending money, <laughs> it's kind of all I have time yeah. for. <laughs> Um, I do like going to see the carriage horses, though. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm not working, mm-hmm. just go pet them, say hi. Mm-hmm. Say hi to my you. favorite horse. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They know us. The horse I work with, usually, his name is Moose. Moose. A horse named Moose. He's such a sweetheart. But uh, my boss will kill me for saying this. But when I take him off the carriage, he will follow me from point A to point B. Aww. Like, I don't... Don't have to lead them. Yeah. Say, hey, let's go. Aww. And I'll just walk with me and mm-hmm. I talk to my horse. Like I talk to him. Just like people talk to their dogs. Oh, yeah. So yeah we do. It's not strange or weird. Do you make a little songs about them? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
I will not confirm or deny that. <laughs> we'll have to visit you on the job. Yeah, yeah. Please, totally, yeah. I'd love to sure. have you. <laughs> if you do visit me on the job, bring a bottle of bourbon, if oh, you yeah. want, yeah. or a bottle of wine. Sure, yeah. Some beer. Nice. It's not a dry carriage ride. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh okay. that makes it, that's, that's a big selling point right there. Yeah, for sure. That. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's dry for me because I'm driving yeah. you. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> you can bring whatever you want to drink. Very good to know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Alicia, tell us about where uh, people can find you in person and online. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stats. My stats. Okay. <laughs> the fun part. Um, so I'm pretty active on social media. I try to make myself easy to find. Um, if you have questions about wine or what's in your cellar, um, we're getting a wine club started in June here at Reads American Table. Mm-hmm. So uh, we definitely want to be accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on oh Facebook. We'll start there. Um, my business page is Exquisite Vines. So Exquisite Vines is my handle for everything. Instagram, the other thing. Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Twitter. The other thing. Not, not so many tweets, but, yeah. but Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, Instagram's worth asking. Yeah, I love my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Exquisite Vines. Any underscores or anything, or just one word? One word. Very cool. Yeah. And then I mean, you can find me on, you know, under Alicia Blackwell, too. But um, all the wine and food-related stuff is exquisite vines. That's a business page. Good Good to know. Um, I also do radio. Um, I do the Stacey on the Right show. Hmm. Um, Every now and then, um, I have a segment called the Wine and Cheese Report. Neat. So... So yeah, I do that too. I bring a couple of bottles for us to taste. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a lot of fun. And where is that broadcast? Um, Stacy on the Right Show, ninety-seven point one, mm-hmm. on Sundays. Okay. Very good. And I'm also here at Reeds. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. In downtown, lovely Maplewood. Yes. Maplewood. Yes. Maplewood. Yes. Maplewood is lovely. It is. What? Are there's a Maplewood? No, I said Maplewood. <laughs> <laughs> I know what city we're in. I thought it was some kind of pun, like a Maplewood. I don't get it. No, no. I know what city we're in. Awesome. Okay. Um. So last thing. Yes. Before we sign off here, do you have any ask or requests for the folks listening to us? Yes. Yes. Um. So my request would be: Do not let wine intimidate you. Um. It's my job to know what things taste like where it's from, um, what grapes are related, and what styles are similar. Um, All I need you to do is tell me what you like to drink, and I'll find something you like. And not only wine, but cocktails and other spirits, too, because you don't know how to pronounce something, or you don't know what it tastes like. Let Let me describe it for you. Let me figure it out for you, and we'll find something you like. Excellent. So don't be scared. Especially Italian wines. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be really scary. Mm-hmm. But that happens to be my forte. So mm-hmm. see so, ya. Yeah. Come visit her at Reeds. Please. Excellent. Love to have you. Perfect. It's all about uh, hospitality and uh, making things less intimidating, mm-hmm. being warm and fuzzy. Yeah. So that's what we're into here. Just like how I'm feeling right now. 
<laughs> we say we're not fancy. We just like nice things. Yeah. Well, this was awesome, Alicia. Oh, thank, thank you. you. This is, uh, very informative, and now I'm nicely snookered. <laughs> thank you. Cheers, Cheers, indeed. Oh, fun. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, would you consider giving this podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts? It would be really helpful to us to help get the word out about what we're doing. Do you enjoy hearing our random conversations? To ensure that we can keep the randomness up, please help us out by becoming a monthly sponsor to our Patreon account. We have several levels of sponsorship where you can be rewarded with cool stuff. You can donate at patreon.com slash weeatstuff. Please join us next week for another interview on the podcast. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Cheers! <laughs>